0: Welcome to the C3 Church Watson podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. And good morning, church. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Woohoo! Today, we are celebrating the fact that Jesus rose from the dead and he is alive. You know, the Christian faith hinges on a number of important events. Christ's birth, his death, which we talked about on Friday, his resurrection, his ascension, and his coming again. And today we remember his resurrection. You know, the theme for our service today is hope is found. And you know, today's service is a lot different to the one we planned when we had our planning meeting a few months ago. Uh, we didn't know back then that we, wouldn't be, that we would be live streaming our Easter Sunday service. We didn't know back then that we would all be apart from each other physically on Easter Sunday. We chose the theme, Hope is Found, because it's at the cross. It's because of Jesus' death and resurrection that we have hope. Hope for our today and hope for our tomorrow. Because real hope is found in Jesus and what he did for us. When we chose this theme, we didn't know what we would all be facing right now. And we didn't know that the message of hope would be so relevant for us all. So let's look at what, where our hope is found today. We look back at the resurrection story already knowing the outcome. But the men and the women who had eaten with Jesus, the men and the women who had been touched by Jesus, the the men and the women who experienced all the stories that we read in the Bible, and they experienced them live in real time, like the prodigal son, the Good Samaritan, see how many you can think about, uh, you know, the loaves and the fishes, the men and the women who were there when Lazarus was brought back to life, The men and the women who saw Jesus and they were touched by him and they were healed by him, not one of them was standing outside of the tomb waiting for him to come back to life. Because everyone who knew Jesus back then was someone maybe just like you, if you're listening today, maybe you're thinking this. They believed he was a great teacher, they believed he was a prophet. They believed that he was sent from God. They believed he was a miracle worker and they believed he was the wisest man they'd they'd ever met. They believed he was the most powerful communicator they'd ever met, they'd ever heard. But they also believed that he was dead and he wasn't coming back. Not one of them expected a resurrection and they were bitterly disappointed and upset by what had happened on Good Friday. Good Friday. They didn't expect a resurrection, but they found themselves facing something else after Jesus' death on the cross. And that was this uncomfortable thing called unmet expectations. (laughs) What they found themselves facing was a disappointment with the situation they found themselves in. A couple of days after Jesus' death, two friends were walking together. And I think we all should just take a moment to just acknowledge that this is a very politically correct story i'm telling right now there are only two people in the story and they were walking and as they walked the bible says they talked about everything that had happened they may have said things like wow we didn't see this coming anyone feel like that about the year 2020 we didn't see it coming they may have said things like we we, we saw him still the raging seas and why didn't he come off the cross he could have They may have said, well, what do we do now? They may have said, who's going to save us now? And as they walked, the Bible says that a stranger came up behind them, and it was Jesus, but they didn't recognize him. And Jesus started to talk to them, and he asked them what they were talking about. It's in Luke 24. What things, Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles. And he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. And there it is. We had hoped. We had hoped that we could You can fill in the blanks, dot, 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 this year, and now it's all fallen apart. Or maybe what you'd hoped for is bigger than what you're than what we're all facing right now. We had hoped that God would do this, but he didn't. The disciples had hoped that Jesus would kick out the Romans. They'd hoped that Pilate would be out and Jesus would be in. But Pilate was still in and Jesus was dead. God didn't do what they wanted him to do. You know, I'm actually really thankful that God hasn't answered all of my prayers. I'm glad that he hasn't answered my prayers for the houses that we wanted to buy, or the businesses that we wanted to be involved in, or the jobs that I wanted to say yes to, or I thought I did. I'm thankful now, looking back, but I wasn't at the time. Aren't we glad that God didn't do what these disciples wanted? Aren't we glad that God didn't adjust his agenda to fulfill their requests? People wanted Jesus to redeem Israel, but he knew better. People uh, wanted him to do that, but he, he knew better. When forced to choose between defeating Pilate or defeating the devil, he chose to defeat who we never could defeat. He chose to fight the battle that we could not win. He said no to liberating Israel, and yes... To liberating humanity and aren't we glad he did we would all be lost if he didn't so he didn't do what they wanted but he did do something else and that something that he did was very very powerful and it shows the incredible love he has for every person I'm not sure if you've ever thought about this before but what he did was not leave them in their disappointment and unmet expectations what he did was come to them. He didn't sit back on the cross and say, why can't these two just get with the program? Why wasn't the empty tomb enough for them to believe? Why are they so hard to please? Why can't they see the bigger picture and just trust me? What he did was meet them right where they were at. Though he had destroyed death, And beaten it once and for all. Though he had completed the mission he was sent to earth to complete, he wrapped himself in flesh again, put on human clothes, and searched them out as they walked on the road to Emmaus. What a saviour! What a God! He searches you out too, right where you are. And when he was with them, when Jesus was walking with them, he listened to them, he talked to them. He sat at their table and, and something happened in their hearts during that exchange. In Luke 24, verse 32, it says this, They said to each other, Didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? That's a beautiful scripture. He will do something in your heart too, if you'll allow, allow him to. He is still in control. He has given you and I the ultimate victory that's what we're celebrating today, that we have the ultimate victory. And if you will allow him into your heart, hope will be found again for you, no matter what. You know, there are another two people, a group of two, we're looking at groups of two today, who didn't expect a resurrection on Easter morning. And that was Mary and Mary, two different women. You know, uh, last year at some point, uh, I was painting the skirting boards in our renovator's dream delightful house that we're living in. And I was painting away and I had music on. And I was in a really quite a dark space in my head. And it was that so dark, I had worship music on, but I had to turn around and turn off the worship music. Now that will tell you how dark it felt. And I turned off the worship music and I was still painting away. And you know, God just kept talking to me, and he said four words to me as I was painting. He said these four words that will probably mean not much to you, but they meant everything to me. He said this, he said, he still moves stones. He still moves stones. And I put my paintbrush down, I didn't wash it out naughty naughty I put it down I went into my study and I picked up this verse that I want to read to you today it's Matthew 28 2 to 5 and I'll explain why he said this to me the Holy Spirit it says this suddenly There was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, "'Don't be afraid,' he said. "'I know you're looking for Jesus, who was crucified. "'He isn't here. "'He's risen from the dead, just as he said he would come and see where his body was lying.' And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I've told you. That scripture says, the earth shook, the angel came down and rolled away the stone and sat on it. Why? Why did the angel roll away the stone? Was it so that Jesus could get out and let people know that he'd risen? That's what people might think. But I don't think so. Do you think God needed help to get out of that cave? Was the one who just conquered death so weak that he couldn't roll away a stone? I think the angel rolled away the stone, not so that Jesus could get out, but so the women could see in. In fact, the angel said, come and see the place where they had laid him. What did they need to see? They needed to see that it was okay to dream again. They needed to see that God had not left them. They needed to see that the one who healed the sick and raised the dead and fed the thousands and released the the oppressed had beaten death. They needed to see what you may need to see, that death couldn't hold him, that because of him, everything had changed. It's what I needed to see back there when I was painting my skirting boards, that miracles happen when you hang around with God. I needed to see what you might need to see today, that no matter what you're facing, God is the God of the impossible. God is the God who doesn't leave you alone to fend for yourself. God is the God who shows up in the darkness and turns on the light. Are you in a tight place this morning? Don't give up. Don't sit down. Don't stop. Don't quit. He's watching. And for all you know, he may be sending an angel to you right now to remove the stone. Your miracle is in the making and your answer is on the way. Because I want to tell you this morning, he still moves stones. Father, I want to pray for every person who is listening to this message today. Father, I thank you for your great love for them. I thank you that you know them. Lord, that you see them, that you know every situation that is ahead of them. And Father, I pray, Lord, that if they have lost hope, that hope would be found today in the miracle of Jesus' resurrection, in the victory that he, ca- that he claimed for every single one of us. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.